After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Today's August 31st, 2005. This is Evan's Journal coming to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii. It's now 10.32 at night and I am doing the journal for the day. I just did a short segment on the new Getting Started. That's posted up also, so listen to get a chance to listen to that as opposed to the first Getting Started. I think you're going to see a big difference uh, because the program has really, truly trans... Um, transcended beyond that it's gone something much greater in just two months and in the next two months i believe we'll go much greater than we are today so it's very exciting and please listen to that today's conversation that i had uh in the afternoon was with jeff rc who is uh, one of the board directors of the gift foundation but also is the cfo of the mcnaughton group and i believe the mcnaughton group is i don't know if, if their holdings are in the billions or just in the multi-multi-millions, but they do everything from retail to real estate development. They develop Costco, Waikele. They own all this. Um, they own a portion of Cafe Partners Hawaii, which owns all the Starbucks and Jamba Juices. That business in itself is a $100 million business. So Jeff Arce at a young age is a very successful young man. He put together with a number of his friends what's called the Gift Foundation. And the Gift Foundation is an organization of very, uh, I don't know if you call them up and coming because a lot of them are basically already very successful. BJ Kobayashi, who's coming in soon, is the CEO and president of the Kobayashi Group. And he's controlling right now $2.85 billion in real estate projects. So in his mid-30s, these guys and gals are really doing something. And a lot of them are maxed out on the nonprofit boards that they're doing. And they want to share the same type of message that we're trying to share, which is get involved with the community. Do something that you, you're passionate about. Involve it with your business if, if you can. And that conversation today I thought was excellent. And I was very glad that I had it with uh, Jeff Arce. The The issue now that is truly bothering me is scheduling these people. Because I don't know if my people understand this or what, but these people are very, very busy. I, I, I you know, I don't. Oh, it's just irritating me. So we're trying to schedule Jeff RC. We're trying to um, schedule uh, another another gentleman, and it, it was just extremely hard. We we had it at uh, Thursday. We had it scheduled at three o'clock. That was fine. Then they said no, no. Uh, then then, you know, unforeseen things. We had to move it to 145. But my guys took me a day and a half or so to get back to me. And he said, okay, we can do that. Then he calls me back late today and says, oh, you know what? I can't do it because I don't know what I was thinking, but I have this other this other thing. And then we're moving all these things around. And, you know, I understand we have to move things around, but come on. I mean, we need some kind of centralized system here to, to really make this this scheduling make sense because... It's not only hard on us, it's hard on the station, it's hard on the people, and it's just, it just doesn't sound professional. So, I don't know, we really need to fix that.
On a lighter note, the PR PR effort that we're doing is is getting pretty good. Uh, I got some call back, some response back from the Star Bulletin, but you know the only thing that's, that's that they've emailed me back was a couple of questions, and and the thing that really is is confusing me is AIO Group, which um, which owns a portion of Star Bulletin, which is the local newspaper, as well as Midweek, which is another local newspaper, and a number of magazines and the radio station that we're on, and so on. Um, they're all kind of under the same uh, umbrella, I guess you want to call it. But Midweek and uh, Star Bulletin, the two people that I had contacted, they asked me the same question. They asked me if you know how if we are a part of the radio station or if we are you know purchasing our airtime which is what we do we purchase the airtime so i gave him the answer but i'm wondering why why are they asking me that i asked them both that but nobody had responded to me so i'm still waiting on that i mean it doesn't bother me that much if they do the article i mean that would be great but I'm still trying to figure out why they're they're asking me that today i came up with another idea because there's a lot of groups doing a number of things and things are staggered and and, and um, everyone's doing their, their part in their own special way. I went to a conference in the beginning of the year called Envision Hawaii. And Envision Hawaii is a, a number of younger professionals, typically I think late 20s and mid 30s or so. Mo- majority of them were under 40 years old and I would say 90 something percent of them are in social type work like nonprofits or I guess social work or social service type type things and it was uh, a conference designed to network and fellowship and train them and and other things. I thought it was great. I thought it was an excellent conference. It helped me to solidify my my views on what we're doing for this project and I thought it was excellent. And then today after talking to Jeff Arcee, I understand that Gift Foundation, which is which is pure capitalists that have a social cause as well. They raise money through these parties, uh, or actually it's a yearly party, it's a huge gala bash, and then they, they give away the money to one nonprofit organization at a time. But I was thinking, what if you could do a conference that engages both of these organizations? So you have you have business people that are, you know, hardcore business people on one side, and then you have social people who are, you know, into the nonprofit side. And you teach the nonprofit side through panels and seminars and and whatever may be at the conference. You teach them about entrepreneurial principles, marketing, sales, fundraising, creating interesting projects, all that kind of stuff. And then you take the other side and you teach them about implementing a social mission, uh, how to work with the community better, how to you know live a more of a, a fulfilling life, if that's what you want to call it. And then you have mixers in between or even a party at the end so that people can intermingle and make the match. Because if they can come out of that conference with a you know, a partnership or some type of program that they you know, they may have thought of and, and met the right people for it at that conference, that's where we can really use leverage in order to utilize the efforts of other people in order to create the um or achieve a common goal. So I brought that up to Jeff. Um, it was an interesting conversation. It, it was just basically that, a conversation, and I guess we'll hear more about it after. I put down here that free versus value because today we, we've been trying to figure out what is the price that we're going to put on for the after shows. And 
you know, it's been a tricky one because we, you know, we're looking at a number of, of different methods to figure it out. One is, you know, what does, you know, what else is out there and try to benchmark that or, or look at training materials and, um, you know, radio shows and, and all kinds of things. The, the main thing with, with, with this uh, charging on it, one, it, that would be the revenue that keeps us going. But two, when you talk about value, when people get something free, a lot of times they don't have any value with it. It's like if you gave a bike to your kid for free versus if the kid had to work, you know, let's say three months and earn and do chores and earn enough money to buy that bike. When are they going to take more care of it or when are they going to value it more? It's the same thing as when you buy your own car versus renting a car. Which one do you take care of better? So one reason that we're putting in a price on the after show portions is because we want people to listen to it. We want them to pay attention. The more commitment they have into it, the more they're going to pay attention. So once we figure out these this pricing thing, you know, we're not going to make it break your the bank, but you know what? One idea from one of these um, shows can easily earn millions, turn into earning millions of dollars. I mean, that's that that's how I feel. I mean, that's how I feel coming out of these interviews. That I'm I'm getting my weight back in gold in terms of knowledge and and contacts and and meeting people. So I, I can't see why other people wouldn't either. So that's kind of it with that. Anyways, um, tomorrow's a big day for an interview. Tomorrow is Big Daddy coming in, Dwayne Carisu, who is the man who's helped this whole thing get started. We have a uh, article being done in the U- University of Hawaii's The Voice magazine. I believe it's an alumni magazine, if I'm not mistaken. They're coming to take pictures and do uh, an article on us. So we'll do that prior to the interview with Dwayne. And tomorrow should be an exciting day. Very, very busy, but very exciting. So that's it for Evans Journal tonight. Talk to you tomorrow.